3: For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Nothing will flatter her more than Mervis Diamond ear studs. She'll wear them every day. It's the one essential she'll never take off. Mervis Diamond ear studs are classic. They're the ideal accessory. Our studs are brighter and flash more. That's my guarantee. It's the world-famous Mervis quality which creates that blaze of light. Mervis Diamonds are so brilliant, it's rude not to stare. Mervis proudly shows the most Diamond ear studs. We offer all sizes and prices. Starting at just $500 for gorgeous half-carats, our unrivaled collection includes studs from modest to truly grand. The amazing thing is the Mervus value, which makes our diamond ear studs so affordable. For the rest of time, you can trade up your Mervus diamond ear studs for larger, and we'll apply the full purchase price. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Just bring your studs back whenever you're in the mood and keep moving up. All you pay is the difference. Mervis Diamond Importers. For diamond ear studs, you can't live without. Financing is available. For stores, go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's MervisDiamond.com, or call 1-800-HER-LOVE.
0: The Jack Benny Special Christmas Show with Mary Livingston, Dennis Day, Rochester, Bob Crosby, the Sportsman Quartet, yours truly, Don Wilson, with special guests, June Allison and Francis Bergen. From- And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure and deepest respect that I present the star of our show. A man who's not only the Dean of American Comedy, but who, like the tide, keeps rolling along month after month, year in and year out. Who, despite the wearing of the elements and the ravages of time, only gains in quality. And who, although failing in memory, has managed to rope his way to the microphone. And here he is, Jack Benny!
4: Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Life with Methuselah. (laughs) Oh, Don, Don. Yes, what is it, Jack? Look, I don't want to start off by complaining, but here we are doing a big special Christmas show, and you have to introduce me like that. Well, Jack, I thought I gave you a
0: very nice send-off.
4: Don, after that introduction, the people won't know whether to expect jokes or organ music. (laughs) It made me sound 300 years old. Well, believe me, Jack, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, you didn't, eh? Well, look, Don, we have a show to do tonight, so let's... Jack, get... if
0: I'd had any idea that you would misconstrue what was meant to be a compliment, I certainly wouldn't have said it. Okay, Don, okay, let's forget I it I can't forget it. I wouldn't say anything to hurt you for the world. All right. As well... a matter of fact, when I loved that introduction and told it to my wife, and she said, Donald, that's beautiful. I'm so glad you're not going to say anything to make that old goat unhappy. <laughs> Your wife called me an old
4: goat? Well... Don, has your wife, by any chance, seen the contract you have with me? How
0: could she miss it? You had it tattooed on my chest. <laughs> well, the next time you take a deep breath, have her
4: read the small print.
0: I can fire you anyway. Now, wait a minute, Jack. You can't let me go after all the years I've been with you. I started as your announcer in 1934. During all these 22 years, I've given you loyalty and devotion. Some loyalty. Every time I cut your salary,
2: you tell everybody. Now, Don, why don't you just... If you ever cut my salary, my mother would slap your silly face.
5: Dennis!
4: <laughs> well, Dennis, I wasn't talking to you.
2: Well, it's about time you did. I've been here since 5.30 this morning.
4: 5.30 this
2: morning? How come you got here so early? Well, I have to come by bus, and I wanted to make sure I'd be here on time. <laughs> How far do you live from here? Three miles.
5: Well,
4: if you only live
2: three miles away, why did you start out so early? Who knew I'd take the right bus?
5: Well,
4: then you, you did take the right bus.
2: It then. must have been. It got me to San Diego in time to catch the plane back here. Wait a minute, Dennis. You took a bus
4: to San Diego and then flew back here to Los Angeles. Now, why, why would you do that?
2: Well, the only way I know how to get to the studio is from the airport.
4: Now, cut that out!
5: Now,
4: where was I? Oh, yes.
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen... You want to fire me? Go ahead. You need me on this show. Look, Don... How many laughs would you get if I were a big, fat sly?
4: Now, nobody's firing you, and nobody's mad, so just forget about the whole
2: thing. Hello, Jack. Well, Bob, Bob Cross. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dennis. I've been here since 5.30 this morning. <laughs> well,
4: nobody's
6: business. Well, I'm sorry that I'm late, Jack, but, well, I've been with my agent lining up some guest stars for my afternoon television show.
4: Oh, that must be quite a problem when you're on every day like you are.
6: Well, uh... Jack, uh, we've managed all right so far.
4: I don't see how you do it.
6: You know, the trouble I have getting a guest star
4: for my TV show, and it's, it's only on
6: every other week. Well, Jack, we've worked out an entirely different system for getting guests than the one that you use. How
4: does yours work?
6: Well, we pay them.
5: <laughs> you,
4: uh, Bob, you pay, you pay your guest stars.
6: Yeah, you ought to try it sometime.
4: Look, it's your system. Why should I steal it? <laughs> How
6: about
7: a song, Bob. Okay. okay. Sun tan, wind blow, honeymooners at last alone, feeling far above par. Oh, how lucky we are. While I give to you, and you give to me, true
5: love,
7: oh, such true love. So on and on, it will all be true love. Yes. You and I have a guardian angel On fire with nothing to do But to give to me And to give to me Love forever true For you and I have a guardian angel on not, my with nothing to do but to give to you and to give to me love forever.
4: was very, very good.
6: Oh, I'm glad you liked it, Jack, but gee, I looked over at you while I was singing that number and I had the feeling that you were upset.
4: Well, it had nothing to do with your singing, Bob. I just thought that since we're trying to do a big classy show tonight, you should have hired some other musicians instead of my regular orchestra, the same gang.
6: Here. A different orchestra? Well, Jack, I think this is one of the finest musical aggregations that I've ever worked
4: with. Oh, you do, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, Bob, I'd like to ask you a question, let's say, about Don Rice, for instance, the bass player.
7: Don Rice?
6: And nobody slaps the bass like he does. That's what I'm getting at. Why is it he always
4: sticks his hand in a bucket of water before he slaps the bass?
6: Of course, a habit. What? Well, he used to work in a brewery slapping labels on beer bottles.
4: <laughs> I'll accept your explanation of Mister Rice's musical eccentricities, but what about Bagby, your piano player?
6: Well, what about good old Bag?
4: Well, Bob, I won't say anything about the fact that he's on parole. <laughs> But he can't read music. He doesn't know the white keys and the black keys. I never saw such a crazy-looking
6: piano. Now, what's that extra pedal for? Well, that was Bagby's idea. Four pedals on a piano? What are they? Well, they're soft, medium, loud, and gas. (laughs) Gas pedal? He never knows when he's going to have to make a getaway.
4: (laughs) Well, that answers my other question. (laughs) I was going to ask why the piano has white sidewall tires. I
5: know. Oh, Bagby
4: thinks everything, Jack. Well, it's too bad he doesn't think a little more about music. What'd you say? I said it's too bad
6: he doesn't think a little more about music. Oh, no.
4: Bob, you know as well as I do, not only does Bagby play by
6: ear, but if it isn't in the key of C, he can't play at all. Oh, he can't, huh? Okay, Jack, you asked for it now. Bagby. Yeah? Come here a minute. Well, you said that all he knows is in the key of C. Well, let's find out. Go ahead and ask him anything at all.
4: Okay. Now, uh, Bagby, how about something with three sharks?
6: Okay, Charlie, go ahead. Give him something with... Well, take hard, Charlie. Come on. Uh, oh, I know. The Andani movement from the Barber of Seville by Gillette.
5: <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me
4: get this right. The Andani movement from the Barber of Seville by Gillette. Three sharks? Look sharp? Feel sharp? Three <laughs> sharp. I apologize, Bob. You can tell Bagby to go now.
6: Okay, Charlie, you can go now. Something like that. He drove the
4: piano right out of the studio. (laughs) You know, sometimes I Pardon me, but I have a package for Mr. Barney. Oh, I'll take it, boy. Uh, yes, sir. Sign right here for you. Certainly. There. Thank you. Oh, just a minute, boy. Here's a tip for you. Thank you. Hey, fellas, look at this beautiful package that just came, isn't it? boy, you can go. Aren't you going to open it? What? The package. Please. Please open it. It says don't open until Christmas. Why should I open it now? You've got to. You I can't stand it any longer. For two weeks now, without
0: a day off, I'm delivering Christmas packages. Big ones, small ones, green ones, red ones, blue ones, white ones. Look, boy... I keep trying to guess what's in these packages. The big ones, the small ones, the
4: green ones, the red ones. Boy, take it easy. I can't help it. At night when I get home, I can't eat, I can't sleep. I keep thinking, making,
5: thinking, thinking what's in those packages. The red ones, the green ones, the big ones... I'm trying to make nuts. Look, fellas...
4: Please,
5: please, please...
8: Control I, yourself. I'm opening it. I mean, I'm opening it. There,
4: it's over. It's from my old friend, Julia Seneca.
5: I don't care who it's from. What is it? What is it? You
2: see, it's an ashtray. Oh,
5: goody, goody. It's an ashtray. It's an ashtray. Now I can sleep tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to know it. Can use your good day?
4: It takes so little to make some people happy. (laughs) Well, get on with the show,
0: ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce... Don, would you get the phone, please? Get it yourself. I'm not working here anymore. (laughs) Don, I didn't fire you. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit
2: here. I've been here since 5.30 this morning. Oh,
1: for heaven's sake! (laughs) Hello? Hello, Jack. This is Mary.
4: Mary, where are you calling from?
1: I'm at home, Jack, and I was just wondering if you still wanted me to help you with your Christmas shopping.
4: Yeah, I wish you would.
1: Well, I've got some time today.
4: Wonderful. I'll come by and pick you up right after the show.
1: Fine. I'll be ready. Oh, and by the way, Jack, I meant to thank you for giving me my Christmas bonus in advance.
4: That's all right, Mary. What'd you do with it? I
1: added $5 to it and gave it to my maid for her bonus. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice.
4: I'll see you later, Mary.
1: Okay. Bye, Jack.
4: Bye. Mary, Mary, where are you?
1: Here I am, Jack, right behind you.
4: Oh, yeah. Hey, Mary, how'd you like the way I wiggled myself through that crowd in front of the store?
1: Those lessons you took from Martha Murray
9: really helped. I'll
3: say,
4: okay. boy, these stores are sure jammed.
9: Pardon me, mister. Did you see my wife?
5: Huh? Are you talking
4: to me?
9: Yeah. Did you see
2: my wife?
4: No, I haven't. As a matter of fact, I don't even know your wife.
2: And how do you know you didn't see her? <laughs> Can't stand here jabbering. I better go look for
5: her.
1: Chloe! <laughs> <laughs> what did
4: I do with that shopping list I had?
1: Oh, here it is, Jack.
4: Oh, yes. Now, let's see. I've already gotten gifts from my producer, my sound man, and my script girl. But, Mary, I still haven't got anything from my sister Florence in Chicago. Have you got any ideas for her?
1: Gee, I don't know.
4: It ought to be something nice. You know, Mary, I have no brothers and no other sisters. Florence is only my only close relative. I ought to get her something nice.
1: Uh, what'd you get her last year?
4: A pencil sharpener.
1: <laughs> oh, how sweet Jack! But then she is your only sister.
4: We've always been very close. She writes to me all the time, you know.
1: When you have a house full of sharp pencils, you got to do something. <laughs>
4: Mary, don't be so... Oh, oh, I'm terribly sorry.
7: Oh, that quickly. Well, hello, Mr. Benny. Well, Mr. Kitzel. <laughs> oh, my, I see the old Time's catching up with you. You too, Miss Livingstone? Yes.
1: Are you doing your Christmas shopping, Mr. Kitzel? Oh,
0: on this arm bundle. Oh, my, the things I am buying.
2: For my wife, I'm getting a house coat and for my nephew, I'm getting some electric things. Lionel? No, his name is Sam.
5: <laughs> no.
2: Well, excuse me, Mr. Benny, I got to run over to the liquor department to buy a present for my brother. I'm going to get him some of that expensive imported brandy. Oh, Napoleon? No, his name is Lionel.
7: (laughs) Oh. Well,
4: I got to bid you goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye, Mr. Kitzel, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mr. Kitzel. Same for you. Ah, that Mr. Kitzel's such a jolly fellow. Mary, let... Mary, now, where'd she go? Oh, there she is at the end of the counter. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
2: uh, may I wait on you, miss?
1: Yes, I'd like to get something for a gentleman.
2: A gentleman? Your husband?
1: No, my boss. I've worked with him for an awfully long time, and I'd like to show my appreciation.
2: Well, here's something nice, a gold tie clasp.
1: A gold tie clasp? No.
2: Well, how about a gold keychain?
1: No.
6: Well, how about gold couplings?
1: Look, mister, I don't want to get him anything he can melt down. <laughs> I wish I could think of something.
2: Well, if he's your boss, you want to get him something nice. After all, he's responsible for your bread and butter. Only bread. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, uh, tell me, miss, uh, what kind of a man is your
1: boss? Oh, there's nothing unusual about him. He's average height, average weight. How old is he? Well, he says he's around 39. Around
4: 39,
1: huh? Yeah, but I think it's the second time around. <laughs> How about a pair
2: of military brushes? He certainly can use those, can't he? Only if his head itches.
5: <laughs> well,
4: well,
1: he is
2: quite a problem. Well, perhaps uh, I could help you better if you told me
4: how closely you two are associated. Uh, are you engaged?
1: No, we're not.
4: Well,
7: is he your boyfriend?
1: No, as a matter of fact, he treats me more like a sister. How about a pencil sharpener? <laughs> Starkness?
2: Yes, we ship one to Chicago every year. It goes to a girl named Plossett.
1: Oh, no. You mean Florence.
2: I feel like I know her.
1: Mary,
4: Mary, let's not keep losing each other. I, I spend more time... Hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, oh, hello, hello. Uh, it's on its way to Chicago. Oh, wait a minute. This year I'm not going to get my sister... I'm going to get my sister something different. Oh, you are. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Mary, will you stop looking at me that way? I was planning all along to get Florence something else. That's what you're here for, to help me.
5: Hey.
1: Let's see,
4: now, first...
1: Say, Jack, I just thought of something. What, Mary? Your sister Florence has a hi-fi set, hasn't she?
4: Yeah.
1: Well, here's the record section. Maybe you could send her a nice album.
4: Hey, that's an idea. Let's have a look.
1: Well, this is a wonderful record department. You know, a lot of the biggest recording artists have appeared here in person.
4: Yeah, and they have such a big selection of everything. I'll bet they. Say, what's this plaque on the wall? Hmm. Elvis Presley shook here.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: here are some of your show albums. My Fair Lady, Most Happy Fellow, Mr. Wonderful.
10: Now, Jack, don't buy up the whole store. Uh, well, Francis. Francis Burke. <clears throat> Hello, Jack. Hello, Mary. Hello, Francis. Where's Edgar? Oh, he's across the street buying a Christmas gift at the Jaguar agency. The Jaguar agency? Yes. He's picked out a gorgeous car, but it's blue, and now he's wondering if he should be giving a yellow one.
4: You mean Edgar gives a Jaguar for a Christmas gift, and he's fussy about the color yet?
10: (laughs) Well, naturally, Jack. After all, it's for his only (laughs) sister.
1: Francis, maybe we can meet Edgar and all have a bite together.
10: Gee, I'd love to, Mary, but I'm supposed to be here all day autographing copies of my record album. You know, the one I did for Columbia.
1: Oh, I certainly do. I've got it. And, Francis, I think you did those songs just beautifully. Oh, thank you.
4: How's it selling, Francis?
1: Well,
10: very good. And, Jack, it was so sweet of you to write the program notes for the cover of the album.
4: Well, I try to keep it as clever as I could, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, uh, records, uh, I just did an album of classical violin solos.
1: Hmm, under what label? It's for the pep boys. You can buy it at any filling station. <laughs> well, you don't
4: have to buy it. They give it to you with an oil change.
5: Francis,
2: <laughs> pardon me, Miss Bergen, but I've been looking for your album, and I can't seem to find it. My album?
10: Oh, right over at this counter. Here's one.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, before I buy it, do you suppose I could hear one of the songs?
10: Well, certainly. Which one would you like to hear?
2: Well, how about The Very thought?
10: All right. I'll put it on the record player.
2: Gee, I'd like to hear that, too.
10: The very thought of you And I forget to do The little old things that everyone
5: ought to do i'm living in a kind of daydream
10: i'm happy as a king and foolish though it may seem
3: to me for merva's diamond importers I'm Ronnie Mervis. Once again, Mervis sets the standard for jewelry. You've got to see our new collection. Straight row diamond tennis bracelets remain a favorite. They're simple and elegant. Our neck pieces are so sexy they're almost illegal. Imagine a perfect diamond suspended from a delicate gold chain, resting securely in the small of her throat. What a beautiful, sensuous gift. Our magnificent diamond bands will melt her heart. The Mervis diamonds are ferociously brilliant. They seem to leap out at you. The designs are daring and rare. You'll find them at one place only. Mirvis. And as for earrings, Mervis proudly shows the newest diamond ear studs, dangles, hoops, and anything else you can imagine. When you really love her, show it with Mervis Diamond Jewelry, the best there is. Two philosophies unite everything at Mervis, the finest quality and legendary Mervis value. The prices are almost too good to be true. Come see for yourself. She'll thank you forever. Mervis Diamond Importers. Financing is available. Go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's MervisDiamond.com or call one 800 herlove love
10: the mere idea of you, the longing here for you, you'll never know how slow those moments go, till I'm near to you, I see your face in every flower, Your eyes and stars above, the thought of you, the longing here for you, the very thought of you, my love.
4: just wonderful. Oh,
1: well, it certainly was.
4: I'm so glad you asked me to write the program notes on the cover of the album.
0: I'll take that record, Miss Burton. Uh, oh,
2: would you mind autographing it for me? Not at all.
0: Right here on the label, please. Okay. There you are. Thank you. And you can keep the cover. That's the corniest thing I've ever read.
4: <laughs> Come on, Mary. We better be going.
1: Okay. It was nice talking to you, Francis. Thanks, Mary. So long, Jack.
4: See you later, Francis.
1: Jack, I thought you wanted to get your sister some records.
4: I did, but on second thought, it's silly trying to pick out a record for her. I might send her something she's already got. I wonder what hey, I can... mister,
1: are you sure you didn't see my
2: wife? Look,
4: well, I'd like to help you, but I don't know what your wife looks like. Has she any
2: identifying marks? Well, she's got a birthmark on... uh, Never mind, I'll look for her myself. Yes,
4: yes, you better.
5: Chloe!
4: (laughs) It's so hard to know what to get for Florence.
1: Say, Jack, here's the jewelry department. They're having a big sale on watches.
4: Watches? I don't know, my sister already has two wristwatches She's only got two arms I know, I could get her a dozen handkerchiefs
1: That's silly, she's only got one nose
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Mary, I wish you... Hey, wait a minute, Jack Isn't that Rochester over there at the counter?
4: Yeah, I bet he's buying something for me I'm going to eat drop see what he gets me.
8: Jack. Jack,
5: Mary. <laughs>
4: May
8: I wait on you? Yeah, I'm looking for a Christmas present for my boss. For your boss, sir. Uh, well, uh, how about a tie? No, he's got lots of those. Well, how about a wallet or a money clip? Money clip? What's a money clip? Well, you know, it's a thing to hold your folding money. Okay. I've never had any of that
5: folds. <laughs> I
8: work. Well, it's a spring-like metal clip that holds the money tight. He's got a fist that does that. <laughs> you've told me your boss sounds rather unusual. Who do you work for? Mr. Benny. Jack Benny? Uh Huh? Wow, what are your duties with Mr. Benny? Well, besides being his rumor partner, I'm his personal secretary, legal advisor, attorney at law, and I used to select the scripts for the movies he made. You picked his movies? He had to blame somebody.
5: <laughs> well, I don't agree with
3: you. I
8: think that Mr. Benny is a great entertainer, whether it's stage, screen, radio, or television. And as far as I'm concerned, his last TV show was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You keep talking like that, you'll be in line for a pencil John. <laughs> come on, Mary, I heard it.
5: Mm,
4: Mary, I still don't know what to get. Well,
7: my... Mr. Benny, imagine running into you
2: again.
4: I thought you'd finish your Christmas shopping.
2: I had to come back. I forgot to get a present for my uncle. I'm buying him a cigarette lighter. Ronson? No, his name is Shapiro. Go
4: <laughs> so
1: long, Mr. Go so on. So Jack, Jack, we don't seem to be getting anything accomplished.
4: Look, Mary, you don't buy the first thing you see, you know.
1: Well, I'll make it easy for you. If you like, I'll go and pick out a nice pair of stockings for your sister.
4: Mary, if I want to send my sister stockings, I could pick them out myself. Didn't I send you a beautiful pair for your birthday?
1: some stockings. When I wore them, everybody thought I was a nurse.
5: Well,
4: I got you a part on medic, so don't come... <laughs> Let's try the other
5: side of the
0: door. Yes, sir. May I help you, young man? Yeah, I'm looking
2: for a Christmas gift from my parents.
0: Mother and father, eh?
2: Yeah, how did you know?
8: <laughs> I, uh, I just figured it out.
2: Yeah, I wonder what mother would like. Oh, say, I know. I'll get her one of these. What size is this one?
0: 38.
8: No,
2: that'll be a little too small. What size is this one here?
0: That's 44.
2: Oh, that's fine. Put some bullets in it and wrap it up, huh? <laughs>
5: <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Well,
0: frankly, I'm a little reluctant to sow this. Does your mother know how to use a gun? Oh, sure. She's a crack shot. Every morning, she practices shooting
2: an apple off my father's head. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she only missed once. Now it doesn't make any difference if Pop sits in front of me while I'm watching the television.
5: <laughs> Say, uh,
2: what
0: about these shirts over here? Oh, they're very nice. They'd make a wonderful gift for your father.
2: No, I got them some last year, but I was thinking of that blue one for my boss, Mr. Benny.
1: Well,
0: it's a very smart shirt. The, the collar is the latest thing. Uh-huh. Dennis. Dennis.
2: Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mary.
1: Hello, Dennis. Doing your Christmas shopping?
2: Yeah, I was just going to decide on Mr. Benny's gift, and he had to walk up and spoil the whole thing. Oh, I'm
4: sorry, kid. I didn't know you wanted it to be a surprise.
2: Yeah, now you'll have to close your eyes. Okay. You got 'em closed? Uh huh. Okay, mister, you can wrap it up now and put it in a shoebox so you won't know it's a shirt. <laughs>
4: <laughs> can I open my eyes now?
0: Yeah.
10: Gee, that was a close one.
0: Mr. Benny, is he always this way? Only when he talks.
4: When he sings, he's a
2: different person. I'm a regular Jekyll and Hyde.
4: Yeah. Go ahead, Dennis. Show him how you can sing.
0: In
2: which voice? What? The Jekyll is a bass.
8: cut <laughs> that out and sing your song. Okay, okay.
7: When you run grown up, my ear. Swiftly by, my dear, that rolls so sweet
4: see, mister, I told you, when Dennis sings, he becomes an entirely different... Jeez. He fell
5: asleep.
4: Well, he's been up since 5.30 this morning.
5: <laughs> will you help
4: me move him off the counter? No, leave him there. Maybe somebody will buy him.
5: <laughs> Come on, Mary,
4: let's keep moving or we'll never get our shopping done. Well, let me see if I could just think of something different to buy from my sister, my worry. Oh,
1: Jack, look. There's June Allison. June, June.
4: Hello, June.
9: Hello, June. You look wonderful. Oh, thank you, Mary. I haven't seen you since we were shopping together in London last summer. And, Jack, I'm so glad I ran into you today. I want to thank you very much for remembering me.
4: Oh, did you get my present already?
9: Oh, no. Just the card telling me you were going to send me one. (laughs) Uh, Jack sent you a card? Uh Uh-huh. I think I've got it here. Oh, yes, here it is. I'm sending you a present. The 25th is the date. So you'll have plenty of time to reciprocate.
1: (laughs) Isn't that a nice poem? Sounds more like a ransom note.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Then why did you throw it through my window tied to a rock?
4: (laughs) Rocks are cheaper than stamps, and let's drop the (laughs) subject.
9: Oh, by the
1: way, June, I saw your latest picture. You can't run away from it, and I just loved it.
9: Oh, thank you, Mary. My, I certainly enjoyed doing that picture with Jack Lemmon. By the way, your husband, Dick Powell, directed that, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> if I do say so myself, I think he did a wonderful job.
4: Well, frankly, June, I'm very disappointed in Dick, and I wish you'd tell him when you get home. You see, he led me to believe that I would have the leading role in that picture.
9: Well, he was going to use you, Jack, but then at the last minute he changed his mind. Why? Well, he figured that if on the marquee it said Jack Benny, you can't run away from it. People wouldn't know whether it was a title or a warning.
1: (laughs) Tell
4: Dick not to be so smart. I remember when he couldn't get a job in this town.
1: You can remember when Ethel Barrymore auditioned for Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm.
4: (laughs) All right, all right. But seriously, June, you make a lot of pictures. Why is it that you and I never make a picture together?
9: Well, I know you're popular here, Jack, but the trend now is to make pictures for the international markets.
4: But they love me over there. Look at the Palladium in London last summer. You were there, you remember. Right in the middle of my act, the audience stood up and cheered for ten minutes.
9: Oh, yes, I remember. That was the night the Queen walked in. (laughs) Yeah,
4: well, I told one of my big jokes, they cheered for another ten minutes.
9: That was when the Queen walked out.
1: (laughs) Walked
2: out.
5: Walked Walk <laughs> why is it
4: you Hey, all... Jack,
9: look at that strange package that woman is carrying. Where? Over there. Looks like Dennis Day's head sticking out of it. Somebody did buy it. Well, I've got to run along.
4: Okay, June, give my best suit. Hey, June, why are you limping?
9: Oh, it's nothing too bad. You know, a strange thing happened. When I came downtown to go shopping, I stepped off the curb and some idiot driving a piano ran over my foot. <laughs> driving
1: a piano?
4: Mary, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs>
5: Goodbye,
4: June, and Merry Christmas.
5: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
4: Mary, I don't want to be here all day. I'm going to get that other present for my sister. Let's go over to the perfume counter.
1: Well, Jack, I've got some other shopping to do, so I'll meet you there later.
4: All right, Mary, don't be too long. Yeah, I wonder what kind of perfume I...
2: Oh, there you are. What? Where is she?
4: Oh, for heaven's sake. Why do you keep asking me about your wife? I told you, I don't know what she looks like.
2: Well, here, I'll show you a picture of her. See? This? This is your wife? Yeah. Seems silly of me to keep looking for her, don't it?
5: <laughs> anyway,
4: mister, she must be in the store someplace, so just keep looking, you'll probably find her.
5: I hope not.
8: <laughs> so long,
5: Ruth. Ruth. Chloe. Get out of the
4: store so I can stop running in such Oh, here's the perfume counter. Must be something nice here for my sister Oh, clerk, clerk
8: uh, what can I do for you, sir?
5: Are
8: you the salesman here? Yeah You're the salesman in the perfume counter? Don't take my word for it, smell me I'll well,
7: take your word for it Thank you Now, what kind
8: of perfume would you like to buy? Well, what kind have you got? I've got taboo, temptation, shocking, white shoulders, surrender, and you should excuse the expression, my spin. Let's
4: see some other perfume, please.
8: Okay. (laughs) We have some very nice imported ones. Evening in Paris, Uh uh-huh. midnight in Madrid,
4: uh-huh.
8: and here's a domestic one. Morning in the
5: Smart.
8: <laughs> Are you bottling it now? Why not? We've got enough of it.
1: i a small bottle
8: of perfume right here. That comes to 580 with the tax.
4: Well, okay, I'll take it.
1: Oh, Jack, Jack. Here I am, Mary. Well, I finished all my shopping. How about you? Find anything for your sister?
4: I sure did. I'm getting her a nice bottle of perfume.
1: Well, I'm glad that's over. Now, where do you want
4: this scent? It goes to 185 Pine Street, Chicago, Illinois.
8: One-eighty-five-pine... The pencil broke.
5: <laughs>
8: do you happen to have a knife on you? No, I don't. Well, I can get it with my fingernail. You know, of all the presents I get for Christmas... You'd think someone would send me a pencil sharpener. <laughs> what, uh, uh, what did you say? I said you'd think someone would get me a pencil sharpener. There's a gift a person can really use. <laughs> now, what was the rest of that address? Forget it. Forget it. Come on. Mary. Well, okay. mister, what about the perfume? Mister! Jack, you mean you're not going to buy yourself? Sister- you heard the
4: man, Mary. And from now on, I'm not letting anyone influence me. Hold uh-huh. on. Mary, I can hear Rochester calling me, but I can't see him.
8: Oh, yeah, boss.
1: Uh, there he is, Jack. Count that gift wrapping counter.
8: Rochester, what are you doing there? I came down to the store to do some shopping, and they gave me a job. Well, Rochester, you're my butler. How can you work for somebody else? Oh, but, boss, I can use the money they pay $3 an hour. I don't care how much they...
4: What did you say?
5: <laughs> they pay
8: $3 an hour.
4: Well, move over. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it was a pleasure tonight to do this special radio program. I want to thank the members of my cast, and my special guests, June Allison and Francis Bergen, for appearing. As the Christmas season approaches, my entire cast and I would like to join in wishing every one of you a very happy and joyous holiday season. And may the new year see true peace on earth and goodwill toward men.
0: Walter, Al Goldman, Al Barton, with music conducted by Miller and Mary and produced by Hilliard Clark.
4: Well, the preceding Christmas program has come to you through the
6: worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.
3: Mervis Diamond Importers. I'm Ronnie Mervis. Once again, Mervis sets the standard for jewelry. You've got to see our new collection. Straight row diamond tennis bracelets remain a favorite. They're simple and elegant. Our neck pieces are so sexy they're almost illegal. Imagine a perfect diamond suspended from a delicate gold chain, resting securely in the small of her throat. What a beautiful, sensuous gift. Our magnificent diamond bands will melt her heart. The Mervis diamonds are ferociously brilliant. They seem to leap out at you. The designs are daring and rare. You'll find them at one place only, Mervis. And as for earrings, Mervis proudly shows the newest diamond ear studs, dangles, hoops, and anything else you can imagine. When you really love her, show it with Mervis Diamond Jewelry. The best there is. Two philosophies unite everything at Mervis. The finest quality and legendary Mervis value. The prices are almost too good to be true. Come see for yourself. She'll thank you forever. Mervis Diamond Importers. Financing is available. Go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's MervisDiamond.com or call one 800 love